what if you got to have a backseat ride with two crazy gals as they embarked on a passive income journey to go ahead and try to make their way from nine to five to maybe more like nine to 10 every day. (laughs) 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 So that's just what the what if project is doing. We are trying to navigate our way from traditional work from home life and professional life to a more passive income strategy. And the goal is to invite you along for the ride. My name is Tracy and I'm your co-host. And I'm Rain and I'm your other co-host. And we make up those two crazy ladies that are the What If Project podcast. The What If Project is a true experiment where we are just trying to discover passive income methods where we can put a few things on autopilot, we can use our creativity, we can use our skill sets, we can be around each other and hang out together and at the same time build a business. And our goal is to A, encourage other female entrepreneurs in the same space, B, have other people join us on the journey, and C, eventually be able to leave that full-time job and work our way into a full-time business. So today we're welcoming you to the What If podcast, and we are going to get started. Ready to roll, Rain? I'm ready, Tracy. So she's riding shotgun today. You guys can jump in the back seat. We're going to roll. I'm going to pretend like I'm in like a 1960s Volkswagen bus. It's yellow, by the way. It's painted yellow. And we're rolling out. And uh, Rain and I are both wearing our bubblegum pink shirts because here at the What If Project, it's pink week. Pink week. It's pink week right now, but... I don't know. It it won't be peak week when this airs, but it is pink week right now. And if you don't know what that is all about, it's going to be orange. It will be be orange week when this airs. We'll be back to orange week. Let's just talk about that for one second. Let's bring our listeners up to speed on exactly what that means before we head anywhere else, because I think that deserves a few moments of time. So Rain just said it will be orange week when this airs. Right now it's pink week. Rain, what does that mean? So what that means, Tracy, is that we are cycling through our brand colors, which are orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and pink, or pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. Tracy and I are still debating on that. The jury is out. I'm pretty sure I'm right. She's pretty sure she's right. And we have agreed to live in peaceable disagreement on which color. All joking aside. So what we're doing over on our Instagram account is we are creating a really fun, motivational place where you can go for tips and feel good squares and they are all done in our bright and happy cheerful beautiful brand colors which are the six colors that I just put out for you so each week we do a new color and right now we're in pink week which is week six because we did start with orange and it'll be week seven when this airs week seven of the what if project podcast and our social and all of that. That is what Orange Week means to me. So the goal of our social is to not only be a place that provides valuable, fun, useful, motivational information, but it's also aesthetically pleasing. What's really been amazing to me is 
unbeknownst to us, this has been a happy uh, accidental experiment, is that it has given us a way to track our weeks. So we're posting to Instagram six out of seven days a week. When I say we, I mean, she does everything on I love Instagram <laughs> and she's doing such an amazing job. And then it's there and I can grab it and put it on Facebook, but it's allowed us a way to categorize our weeks and be able to keep our weeks kind of succinct. And it's just been really fun at the beginning of each week, Rain or I one will text the other and be like, happy pink week. And it's been just a great way to keep our thoughts organized and keep everything kind of moving forward. But then to look back and know when we finish pink week, we have finished out a full rotation of six weeks, which is amazing. It's just blows my mind. We're six weeks into this as far as our social media part of the experiment. So much fun. And Rain, it looks beautiful. I, I was looking at the Instagram account yesterday and I was just like in awe. Just this is gorgeous and I love it. It's super pretty. You know, I think I've told you offline, but Monday is not my favorite day of the week for lots of reasons. I know lots of people love Mondays, but I have a hard time sort of ramping myself up some weeks. And But I have really been looking forward to Mondays because it's when our first color square drops and it's just been a lot of fun to introduce that new color into our scheme. So it's given Mondays a whole new meaning for me, which I, I think is fun. It's fun, it's beautiful, it's happy, it's cheerful, it's purposeful, but it's also this really fun way to share things. And it's so on brand that it's ridiculous. It's just, just mm -hmm. ridiculously well-branded. And I'm just so proud of, of you, proud of us and what we've done there and what's been accomplished. And in those six weeks, I can say that Rain has not missed one post. Every single post has gone up. We created a schedule about seven weeks ago that we decided on and, and we have, I think I've missed one or two days on Facebook, but otherwise, I mean, we have st stuck really tightly to that schedule. So yay us. Yay us. It is, it is literally pretty much the first thing I do. I wake up, my arm goes off, I open my eyes and I have my square ready to go. It's the first thing I'm thinking about in the mornings that I'm posting, which is kind of nice because it, it sets my, you know, kind of mental focus for what the day is going to be. So it's really nice, especially on the days that we're doing like a motivational thought or a tip or something like that. And then it's fun on the days that we're posting pictures of ourselves because yeah, I do. That's fun for me. Like, I'm like, Oh, look, it's me and Tracy and we're dressed in pink. We're dressed in orange, whatever the <laughs> color is. And then those are the days that we're now announcing our podcast episode. So, I mean, it's just, there's so much going on over there and it's helpful for me to stay focused. It's been a really wonderful, wonderful tool for me, both privately and publicly. So if you aren't already following us on social media, we would really be honored if you would jump over to our social media spaces and give us a follow or a like. You can find us uh, at the handle at the what if project one, the number one. Uh, and that's the same handle on Instagram and Facebook. And we're going to talk a little bit more later in a different segment about some other reasons why you should be following us. We're gonna have some fun announcements later, just getting ready for some things in the new year. But first, we have to do a little bit of trivia. 
And Rain said last time that I was going to be in the hot seat, but I'm not. I get another week not right. in the hot seat. All right. One more week, Tracy. This is it. And I look, Rain's way better at this than I am anyway. I'll be terrible at it. I'm not sure about that. All, All right, right. Hit me up, girl. What do we got? What series starred actors Jason Priestley and Luke Perry? Oh my gosh, Beverly Hills 90210. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, that ding, is some. Ding, um, ding. I was 1990 awesomeness. Fan. Me too. I wasn't huge allowed to. Huge fan. So just, uh, mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. So I wasn't allowed to watch 90210 at home. Oh no, Mary Sue. But I babysat. Go. And so I would watch it when I babysat. And I was so, I think it came on Wednesday nights. And I was so excited when I got to babysit it on did. Wednesday nights because then I could watch 90210. It was way too soon. Beverly Hills 90210, 8 o'clock, and then Melrose Place was at 9 o'clock. That was yes. the one I wasn't supposed to watch, but you know, things happen. <laughs> so, this, oh my goodness, lets us know the 1990s are back. What classic footwear brand with yellow stitching around the sole saw a revival in the 1990s and then again in the 2020s? Uh, uh, Kids? No, I don't know. Bands? No, nope. I don't know. Yeah, more grunge. You have to go more, more grungy. Um, it's not Doc Martens, is it? It is Doc Martens. It Yellow is. I didn't really say yellow stitching. That's what lets you know it's a Doc Martin. Oh, I did not know that. Yep, I didn't have those. I always wanted a pair, but I never had any either. Those were way too expensive for our <laughs> household budget. <laughs> I had like mock Martins. I, I didn't even have that. I always wanted a pair of Converse and I did end up getting, I was wanting yellow ones and never could find any in middle school and did finally get a purple pair. And I would love to have another pair of purple Converse. That would be pretty cool. That would be very on brand for us. Mm-hmm. But that would my be. that really would be. 17 year old son's girlfriend has a pair of Doc Martens and my nine year old daughter really, really wanted a pair to which I was like, yeah, no, but we did fair, find an off off pair at Walmart. So she was pretty happy about that. I'm pretty sure my daughter is wearing the Walmart brand of those as well. Oh, they yeah, do not have yellow the, stitching. The burgundy ones. She I did. Was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember those. They're cool. Our kids are cool. We were cool. All right, one more. Who did Billboard Magazine name as Artist of the Decade for the 90s? I can give you a hint if you don't know it. I don't know it. All right, you have three choices, a multiple choice. Janet Jackson, Katie Lang, or Mariah Carey? Uh, I'm going either Janet or Mariah, so Mariah Carey. You are correct. Ding, 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 ding. The queen of Christmas herself. Well, and what's so interesting, so my daughter was literally singing Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas earlier today. Mm-hmm. She was trying hard. <laughs> I mean, she gets it from her mom. We both try really, really hard. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So the reason why we're playing our 1990s trivia game is because part of our branding is also our fun 90s throwback to our childhood when Rain and I first started talking about the What If Project, we knew we could not do something that was so heavy and so deep because our professional lives are already 
there. <laughs> and we wanted something light and fun that we would be really excited to come to week after week, day after day. So what better way to do that than throw back to the 90s where we can just have a little bit of reminiscing fun and enjoy all the colorful Lisa Frankish style and it's working so far i i think do you feel like it's working i do yes 100 percent, i do because i guess that's part of our experiment too we should probably talk every once in a while about like are the things that we set up ahead of time our hypothesis wait i didn't say that right our i still didn't say it right my mouth must be dry our how i can't say it will you please say the word for me our hypothesis there we go thank you hypothesis <laughs> i still can't get it out we threw out hypothesis there we go and i guess we should circle back every once in a while and that was one of them with this idea of the bright colorful fun 1990s vibe do us any favors and i definitely think that it has and in fact you guys can't see us because this is a podcast but Rain and I both have on our pink shirt, like we already said. And when I walked in the house a few minutes ago, my son stopped and said, wow, mom, that's really cool. And I had on my big Audra style earrings, which if you didn't hear about Audra styles, that's in our episode four. And he's like, wow, mom, you look like you're like straight out of the eighties. So he was close. <laughs> we got close. He was close. He so just that knows was, it was a long time ago, as far as he's concerned, because we he's, won't you know, talk about how long he's a teenager. And well, he's you know, a teenager and we're not quite, <laughs> we're old, <laughs> old people. All right. So I am hoping that nobody can really notice that big of a difference this week, but audio quality may be a little bit different than our previous episodes. And that is because she's not currently at home in front of her blue Yeti. And she is remote today. So Rain, tell us all where you are and what you're doing. No, don't tell us where you are unless you really want to. I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location. So all of my people who have to undergo annual government security training will recognize this as OPSEC, which means that I can't tell you where I am. So I am on vacation. I'm generally a remote worker in North Carolina and my office is offsite for me. It's actually in a different state. And I am traveling this week to that state to attend uh, some meetings. And then we are having our annual end of the year Christmas event, which I'm super excited that I get to attend with my coworkers. I do get to travel every once in a while during the year, once, maybe twice a year to our office location and, you know, meet up with my coworkers get to know them a little bit more informally as well as attend meetings on site. But this is something that's fun. It's about team building, which I miss out a lot of as a remote worker. It's been difficult. I've enjoyed remote working for a lot of reasons. And then of course, especially during COVID when my children had to stay home for months and months on end and still try to get some sort of uh, public school education, which we can have an offline conversation on how well that went on a different day <laughs> if we would like to. Uh, but yeah, it's been really challenging for me. One of the things that has been most challenging is that sort of team building, camaraderie building, just getting to know the people that you work with and them getting to know you. I have learned over the last few weeks of our podcast recording 
and I feel like this might be the, the time to issue an apology to anyone who ever has to talk to me on a regular basis, because I had no idea that I was such a scattered speaker. So I, I always knew that the way that I thought came out through my mouth, like pretty directly, but I never realized how challenging it was for the person on the other side of things to make sense of what I was trying to say in those moments when I wasn't really clear on how I was going to say it. And as I have gone back and listened to myself and tried to edit our podcast in a way that might make sense, I have really thought, wow, I owe all of those people like a real, I'm super sorry because even, even to my own ears, I'm thinking, yeah, that's, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right? And then I don't finish all of my sentences, which I realized I literally just did as a way to start this sentence. I interrupted my own sentence to do that. And I do that a lot. So, but anyway, so yes, I'm off site, but I'm still committed to this. So we decided we were going to try to record it. I'm coming to you. I'm on my phone. I'm on my AirPods. I tried to hook up a little microphone, but for whatever reason, the audio was getting messed up with our recording. So we just scratched it. Hopefully Tracy, who is going to edit this podcast also, hopefully she will be able to put something together that doesn't sound like total chicken scratch. I'm not worried about it at all because I want people to hear that you can still move forward even when you're doing life, you know, you're doing vacation, you're doing remote work or you're traveling for work those kinds of things that you can still move forward with your goals and your projects. That is true, Tracy. Thank you. So I am also here on vacation. (laughs) I guess I forgot that part. So the first half of the week, my family and I have done some family stuff. So now I'm transitioning because I'm getting ready to go to, to dinner with some coworkers tonight and then I'll be in the office. So now I'm sort of back into work production mode, but yes, I did actually have fun. I've had some fun while I'm here as well. So you're right. You can still make progress on your goals despite the work family balance that you have going on in those other moments of your life. And Irene, you worked really hard before you left, which all moms out there know how hard it is to get ready to go out of town and just in general ever, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you worked extra hard to get some things done so that you wouldn't have to be working so much on the what if project while you were away. Do you feel like that extra time on the front end has paid off? Yes, I do. We set up a schedule, which we discussed in our last episode, which nobody has heard yet because we're actually recording this the day before the last episode that we recorded actually airs. (laughs) Our timeline is so tight. We're really, we're really juggling a lot, but yes. So we decided that we were going to try to get our Christmas printables done much sooner in our cycle this time so that we could support them a little bit better for the December season. And so because I knew that I was going out of town and because I knew how important those were, I did make sure that I got all five of my printables done before we actually left town. And the reason why I did that is because I didn't want to be responsible for any of the delays and I didn't want to necessarily have to worry about the fact that I didn't have them done or I need to turn on my computer instead of going to dinner or something with my family or playing card games, which is what we did last night. So yes, I definitely think that that paid off for sure. Awesome. So the goal setting paid off. Woo! Yay. It did. I'm so so happy. And I'm so happy to hear that you were able to have that time with your family. It wasn't interrupted until just now by the the What If Project. Mm -hmm. You also got all of the social media done ahead of time too, 
not only this week, but next week as well. Yes, and I wanted to give myself enough of a buffer and I only really have halfway through next week because I knew I would have plenty of time when I got home just because of the way that all of my scheduling is panning out. I'm actually going to have a, a day at the house where I don't have to log in for my primary job. So I'm going to spend that day uh, doing laundry and doing some like some prep work for the what if social. Fantastic. I'm delighted to know that that has served you well and that you have been able to enjoy your family in that capacity we will mm -hmm. apologize sorry family that we've took her away from you for an hour <laughs> they're gonna get her back real soon oh, actually they're downstairs doing laundry and playing pool so i'm, I'm super happy to be up here recording our <laughs> podcast zero, is this zero zero five is this zero zero five tracy it is zero zero five and i forgot to say that at the top of the show but it is episode five Yay, we're so close. We're so is close actually, to it's meeting so it's, and beating the podcast threshold. Yes. So it's actually technically episode six if you count episode zero. So mm -hmm. it just depends on how you look at it. True. That's true. But officially it's episode zero zero five. That's awesome. So let's stop here and go into our experimental details segment and spend a few minutes talking about a little bit of tech. So because of the nature of Rain being out of town and like she just mentioned, this episode recording so close to our previous episode, it's not really much to disclose or talk about as far as any kind of the business development, but there is a little bit of tech to report. And that comes in the format of me learning how to use Descript. <laughs> Yay! Rain's clapping her hands for me. Yay! Everybody can clap Yay. their hands. <laughs> I was so nervous about it. What I was nervous about was A, not doing a good job and B, somehow coming, Rain having to stop what she was doing and help me. I was really nervous about it. But like Rain said, and she assured me during the last episode that it was really going to be user friendly and that I shouldn't have too much trouble with it. And because of the nature, I think of what I do professionally and the different kinds of systems that I've used in the past, it was very easy to use. So it was very easy to use Descript, which is the program that we use to edit. And that is a paid version of Descript. We talked about that. Let's see, episode three, two, two or three. One of those. Somewhere in, somewhere in there. Yeah. Somewhere in there. You just need to go back to the beginning and listen to all of them if you haven't. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably, well, no, I'm, I'm afraid to commit, but I think it was two. Okay. No commitment required. It may be in two. And if not, then it's in three. <laughs> But Descript is the program that we use to go back and edit our podcast. And up until last week, Rain had exclusively produced all of our podcasts and done an amazing job. Was able to take our like two hour conversations and cut them down to like an hour and 20 minutes, which was magical. Um, thankfully, Lucky me, our episode was not as long, but we were we were able to cut it down a little bit shorter because our original goal was to have an hour long podcast, which as Rain just said earlier, 
verbal processing is natural for Raina and I. It is how yeah. we process things. So yeah. it is not a problem for us to record for two hours at all. Like that's super easy. We do not have a shortage of things to say. What? <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, then that's a lot of time cutting things out. And we are trying to do a little bit better on that, which we did last time. Jumped in, I edited in Descript. It took about three passes to get it the way that I wanted. Rain did take time to listen to my first cut, which I was really thankful for. And she gave me a little bit of feedback and then went in and made a few more cuts, listened to it again, went back to it again, made another few little cuts, and then had the final episode ready to go. And that will drop uh, tomorrow, December 2nd. So excited about that. That'll be live coming. That's to you. awesome. Good job, Tracy. I'm really, really proud of you. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of myself, to be honest, because I like I said, I was really nervous, but it you were if if someone is really new to like the technology space, then I could understand it could be quite intimidating, but it really was as advertised watching a few of the Descript videos, promo videos. It's exactly what it looks like in the videos. It's really pretty easy to use. Then from there, the hardest part was rain is working from a PC. Yeah, I'm on a Windows based system and I'm on a Mac. So there was a little bit of difference between the notes that rain had made for me and then what I was actually seeing on my Mac. And so I did have to go watch a couple of videos on YouTube, but thankfully it took maybe 25, 35 seconds. And then said, okay, this is the button that I need to push. And then was able to download from there. That was what I was missing of how to actually get the episode off of Descript and download it onto my machine so I could move it over into Captivate. Once I figured that out, then the rest was really easy. Went over to Captivate, uploaded it, took a few minutes, then went in and it took you step-by-step step through the different information fields that it wanted and filled all, filled all that in. I did go back and look at a previous episode that Rain had published or produced so that I could make sure that I was following the same format and then it was good to go. And then I was able to schedule it to drop on the second. So thank you, Descript, and thank you, Captivate, for being easy to use. I super appreciate it. Yes, for sure. And we do have affiliate I links for both of those products. So if you are in the market to start your own podcast, do us a huge favor of using those affiliate links. They will be in the show notes and they are in our previous episode show notes as well. We make sure that we are disclosing that information. If we do have affiliate links for anything, we are making sure that you know that up front. There's no surprises and we're being completely transparent because that is part of the what if project. We want to be a hundred percent transparent. We don't hide anything. That's pretty much it on the side of, of tech, which brings us up to our variable segment, which our variable in the what if project experiment right now is our printables that are going in our Etsy shop. But tell us a little bit more about your printables and your thought process. We talked about that earlier, but I want to circle back to it. Okay. 
So for me, we're doing our Christmas printables like we talked about. And so we have already gone through one cycle of seasonal printables. That was our Thanksgiving printables, which we knew we were really uh, tight on actually hitting that market. But we wanted to go through the process to get a feel for it and uh, to do our learning in a real kind of environment way. So translate lessons learned to our Christmas printables. And for me, what I started thinking about is in the interim between deciding we were going to do Thanksgiving printables, getting them launched. One of the other things that we have decided on is our listener persona, our sort of ideal audience member. And her name is Melissa, who we have been sort of building her description over the last couple of weeks. And what I really believe about Melissa is that Melissa has a level of sophistication when it comes to to family games and entertainment that I don't think was necessarily best supported by all of the ideas that I brought to the table for our Thanksgiving printables. So what I wanted to do with our Christmas printables was sort of elevate the level of what I was designing. I do still like the idea of a scavenger hunt because I really love our graphics and I love our color, and I think that she will also like those things. So what I really wanted to make sure that I did for Melissa was I wanted to make sure that I developed a product for her that would be a real time saver for her rather than just giving her something to do because she is completely capable of just kind of putting a game together like the role of snowman or something. And what we're really trying to do is offer her a fun, entertaining solution for her family that is a little bit more sophisticated than that. And so that's what I sort of thought through as I was thinking through, okay, what are the printable ideas and concepts that I'm going to keep and refresh from Thanksgiving to Christmas versus what am I just going to ditch and replace? So that was how I approached my idea generation for our printables. Gotcha. I love how you have brought Melissa into this conversation and how she became central to some decision-making for you. I can't... Mm -hmm. I can't say that I'd, I'd gotten there yet. I did think about her earlier when I was thinking about birthday shopping for somebody. Hmm. Ooh, <laughs> birthday shopping for? I'm so interested. Oh, there is this amazing person who has a birthday coming up. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> all the balloons and all the whistles. Rain's birthday is coming up super fast and I'm so excited to celebrate her. She is our queen, at least for this six months. It's just yes, less I, I get how big to be queen for a few months. That's right. I get half the year and you get half the year. It is kind of nice, evenly split. Mm-hmm. I love we it. We do a good job. Yes. Good job on us having our birthday split apart like that. But I was thinking about Melissa in that capacity. Like, what would she, what would she go buy? Where would she be interested in shopping? And so I had thought about that, but I had not thought about Melissa in the capacity of our printables. But in actuality, that's the whole point of having Melissa as part of our story. Right? I mean, that's why we have her. That's mm -hmm. why she's part of this journey. It's why she's part of the story is because as our person, as our buyer persona, that's who we are building this business for. That is our, mm -hmm. our target audience. I'm so glad you brought that up. And I am going to go back to the table with my printables and put it through that filter 
and see what I come up with as well, because I have a few more than I need to do and I may redo a few things. We have so much to learn. I, so, I was, you know, you sent me that article about how do you stand out because Etsy is our platform, right? The printables right now are our variable. Etsy is our platform. And so you sent me an article, how do you stand out? And one of the major points was you have to do something different than everyone else, but you have to also do it a little bit better. So for me, I was really thinking what Melissa needs is for me to spend my time designing something for her that not only is she going to love, but that she can deliver as something that will clearly be something that time was spent on because that's what her crew expects also, but she doesn't have the time to do it. That's why she's coming to us and saying, Hey, I, I love your branding. I love your colors. I love this game. Thank you for helping me make my Christmas better by designing this product that I enjoy and I want to use and I want to share with my family. A couple of them took me several hours just to pull all the content. I mean, I would say even more than maybe several hours. Well, no, several is fine, but um, it did take some time. It definitely took me longer to do these than it did some of the Thanksgiving printables. And you probably had to do a little bit of research based on what I saw with your kind of mm -hmm. trivia nature, which would have taken mm -hmm. research. Yes, I did. But first of all, it was kind of fun, right? Because I do enjoy learning. And I thought this is a game that I would like to play. I tried to do some really easy ones because I thought, okay, Melissa is going to have little guys sitting around and want to play. And then she's going to have her older family members, you know, who, who want to play. So I really tried to pull in lots of different elements into that game so that everyone could have fun. So I, and then I gave it to my daughter and I said, here, read through these. And some of them, she was like, oh my gosh, mom, that's so obvious. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, it probably is obvious for you, but that's because you're at this stage in life, you know, four or five years ago, you would have been really excited to know the answer to that, even though the answer is kind of part of the question, but that's part of making it a family friendly game, I love which it. is what Melissa, I think wants. Yes. And I think she wants to entertain guest as well and when those come and they come with other adults and and children in tow right and i can mm -hmm. see that as well and i just want to circle back to one of the things you mentioned about standing out and that's in our branding one of the things rain and i wanted to do and we talked about this pretty early on when we first discussed christmas printables and even when with the thanksgiving printables we wanted to try to use our brand colors if at all possible and so when I started talking about Thanksgiving, we said, look, we'll use our orange and then kind of roll from there with some other Thanksgiving fall colors. And then the same thing with Christmas, we said, well, we can do our pink and our green. And we were able to find some icons, actually Rain found them, some graphics. And then we just turned them into with our brand colors and found some that went with them in Canva. And we're able to come up with basically this little Christmas brand kit and it is so stinking cute. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. It makes me smile. It is adorable. I mm -hmm. love it. Love it. Love it. It's so mm -hmm. bubblegum pop fun. And I love looking at it. And I think that that mm -hmm. in and of itself will also help us to stand out because it's not red, green, burgundy, gold, it's very fun. It's very young, youthful, but very trendy as well, which I don't know if anybody's been out and about. There are lots of, of 
different colors this year, even in combination to what we've seen in years past for Christmas. So I'm excited about that. And we've also spent a little bit of time doing some additional research on just general SEO principles, how to optimize your titles and your descriptions and all of that. So I'm really excited to be able to deploy what we have learned in our next set of, of printables that we upload into Etsy, which will be before the, the end of the weekend. So that's our, our timeline of getting these things up. Anything else on the Christmas printables? No, no, right. I think, nope, not for me. All right. So moving on from the variable portion of our podcast, let's move into a little bit of discussion. I said at the top of the show, we had some exciting things to announce. And that is we are going to do another challenge group in the month of January, starting on January 1st. And yes, I am really excited about it for a lot of reasons. And we will get into those details on another day. But essentially, we wanted to go ahead and let everybody know now that way you can start making plans to join us in the what if project goal challenge for November, we called it Goalvember. So I'm not sure exactly what we're going to call our goal, goal January. <laughs> Goldurary. <laughs> I don't know what we're, we will come up with some kind of fun name. We'll for have it. to work on that one. We will, but we want to let you know about it now so you can start making plans. And that's the other reason why you're going to want to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the what if project one so that you can get the details and the links for those so you can join in. And we will start, as soon as we get all the details together, we'll start dripping that information out. So Rain, on a scale of one to 10, how well would you classify your goal setting and goal accomplishing abilities? Oh, uh, <laughs> I would say it's inconsistent, uh, truthfully. Mm, six and a half, maybe seven overall. That's pretty good though. I like it. You think so? Yeah. Where I are would, you? What do you, what do you, I would, cause I, would I feel be, like you're way better than me. For real? Yes. See, yes. I feel, so here's my thing. Like I can do it, but only for short stints of time, like give me a month. Like I can devote to a, a month, but once I get out of that or some kind of rhythm or system changes, it completely throws me out of whack. And it's very hard for me to come back to those goals. But I must say the last mm -hmm. few months working on the What If Project has been some of the best consistency that I feel like I've been able to demonstrate in a really long time. And mm -hmm. I'm really excited by that. But I'm also really excited since we're building into the what if project talking about goals and talking about goal setting inviting other people that conversation that I, I feel like there's a few people out there who are listening and i know one is my mom because she called me today and we talked about it for a few minutes and she's still encouraged and, and being motivated by some of our conversations to accomplish some of her goals which have nothing to do with passive income have nothing to do with podcast space she just has her own list of goals that she's working on and is trying to 
build systems that will support those goals. I'm so proud of her and I'm so proud that we get to be a part of that journey. It's such an honor. Yeah, I'm really proud of her too. So if you're listening, I'm really proud of you too. And if, and if she doesn't hear it from me, Tracy, please forward that message along. I, I'll tell her, maybe I'll just grab that little clip and send it over to her. That would be wonderful. But what we recognize is that for ourselves, for Melissa, for even my mom, that goal setting is so essential to being able to get your to-do list done, to take the steps that you want in life, to get from point A to point B. It's it's so essential. And because we're women and moms, there are so many demands on us all the time. And it's so easy for that to become a really low priority and sticking with those goals. And so I just want to say that I'm so glad that I have Rain as an encourager and a motivator. And I'm excited to be able to move from November into December. So happy December, everybody. And then already looking for moving from December into January. I'm also extremely glad that we are on this journey together because I will let myself down in a heartbeat, but I am really very serious about not letting down the people who are important to me. And obviously Tracy, you are very, very, very high on that list. And so it has been really vital to me to make sure that I do the things that I say that I'm going to do so that I don't let you down along the way. But also, I cannot believe it is today we're actually recording. It's December 1. This will go out next week, which will be December 9. Is that when this one drops? That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. But still, that's crazy. We're into December. I don't, that's wild. It is Christmas. It is Chris, mm. Christmas is here. Mm-hmm. Well, we have covered everything that we set out to cover for today for episode number five. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Just once again, I just want to say because by the time this airs, Rain will have already celebrated her birthday. So just want to say from me and from everybody in our little podcast community, happy birthday, Rain. You are a queen. You are a treasure. I am just so delighted that you are my friend and that the universe saw fit to put you at this time in this place and you just make the world a better place and you're such a wonderful mom you're such a great wife you're an amazing uh, go-getter employee and i am just so honored that i get to share a little space on this earth with you that was really sweet i love you so much i appreciate that i love you too you brat. Me cry. <laughs> All right. Birthday queen, do you have anything else to add to this conversation? Thank you for being patient with me while I was on vacation and working so hard to make it easy for me to continue to support the What If Project while also having an opportunity to spend time with my family, which I have really needed to do and has been wonderful. And uh, then to continue to support my full-time income position uh, completely and total. So thank you, Lucy. Thank you for being you. Thank you. Well, and we just wish you, Rain, your goals for this next 365 days around the sun, that you uh, kill it harder than you've ever killed it before. 
And by the mm. time we roll around to this time next year and we get to celebrate your birthday in 2022, things are going to be just stupid, amazing, wonderful, crazy. It's going to be fabulous. It already is. It's just going to get even better. For sure. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for episode five, everybody. Is that a wrap, Rain? I think it's a wrap.